Dirk. It's episode 15. We should have big old smiles on our face. Motocross is back on the East Coast. They were at the High Point. Some of them were called the High Point Country Club. Dade City was popping this weekend. We got a winner, and we got a big old trophy. And we have an apology because I can't read a calendar. But we're going to cover pros. We're going to cover Dade City, and we're going to cover what I was supposed to cover last weekend. Is actually this weekend. And also, it was Father's Day, so happy Father's Day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. And uh, we're going to cover some motocross. We're going to cover what's going on. And we're sitting here. It's a, a beautiful Monday. I guess it's Juneteenth. It was a federal holiday. Banks were closed. And uh, we are sitting out here at the pool, the pool studio again. Um, we're going to cover a little bit of the HBI team that... Uh, has a new rider. I'm not really sure the dynamic of what that is. I think is. he was just pitting with them. Just I mean, I yeah. it might turn into something. I'm not sure. Uh, I haven't talked to Matt on it, but uh, we but, will. But cool. I mean, hey, we got the colors. We're, we're the local team. It's like, you know, it's anything like we got Mario Goslin DGM out of running NASCAR. We've got HBI running out of Lake Wales. So anything that we can cover that is cool to our environment, I think, Hey, we're going to give it some props. So, welcome. Um, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with your success this weekend, or I guess actually Bowen's success this weekend, or do we want to start with the it's East Coast ruddy motocross? We can talk about motocross. we got lots to talk about at Dade City. It was a fun weekend, so we'll, <laughs> we'll tear into that after um, motocross. Well, start us off. What do we got? I, I think they had a lot of rain Thursday. They had a lot of rain Friday. The heck, they had so much rain, they even canceled uh, media day. But the track looked like a slot car track on Saturday morning. Yeah. High Point's my home track um, from where I'm originally from. Got sun poisoning there one year. It's um, the rain. It's typical for High Point. It's Pennsylvania. It's either... I was surprised to see the sun, to be honest with you, because it's how it always is up there. But it was a mess. Yeah, I, I think I think what Michelle and I were watching when we were watching the race was there's so many tracks you watch and they kind of like rail corners or they really accelerate through corners. I don't think there's a corner on that track that's like a flat or banked corner the right way. They're off camber. They're they're flat. There there's nothing there's nothing geometric on that track for a rider to use as speed they have to create their speed off the feeling they get coming out of a corner that's what i grew up on <clears throat> so that's typical pa track right there i mean northern track it's all hillsides it's you know through the woods out of the woods it's pretty typical um they're rough it's just it's it's good dirt but when it gets wet it's slippy so yeah. it's just um there's it's I want to say most of it's like natural so you know they build the tracks yeah. but, but they break down naturally and um, it, it makes them tough to ride and you can see the how the ruts developed uh, that's that's a typical you know that was a typical Saturday Sunday race day and um, Steel City Raceway up in Export PA used to be Steel City it, they closed it down now um, it, it used to get the same way it was a different style track but it would you know just rut like crazy all the faces would be two foot deep when you're going off the jumps and um it it was it's always been like that high points always been like that you know many of the races that i've raced all these other pa tracks are all like that so yeah it's uh 
It makes for rough racing. I feel yeah. like. But you can see that they tried. I mean, if you really paid attention, you can see how much material they pushed off on the side of the tracks. Yeah. There was a lot of material gone. But, I mean, heck, they had great racing on Saturday. I mean, the 250 class was awesome. And I'm going to say, I know that the 450 class has kind of been deemed weaker. But, man, the racing is good. Yeah. It, it's good. And, and, and I think we've all just, you know what, this is what we're looking for. Because with the World Supercross Series going on and and things, I think this may be what we get to look forward to. But I think true motocross fans don't care. Yeah. I don't uh, think they care. It's fun to just watch it regardless. The crowd was big. Yeah. It was a big it crowd. It typically is there. It's, a, <clears throat> it's an exciting day at yeah. High Point all the time. Like I said, you're bound to get wet at some point during the day. That's how I got sun poisoning. We were there one one year. The sun was beating down, and then you just get so hot. Like, um, we got so hot, and then it poured rain. So we took our shirts off because we were dripping, soaking wet, and then the sun come back out just beating down, ended up boiling my skin. It was – it's insane, but it's like that every year. Like, it's – you almost expect it yeah. from um, – high point or any of the northern tracks like that so no, it's it's a cool track and i mean it's really cool because we're kind of going through i think like i like hangtown i don't really like paula but you get the colorado you get to high point you go to red bud you start getting into some of these traditional motocross venues that we're going to go to yep and you just know what to expect and high point delivered it, it was a great race on the 250 side you know the the Florida boy. <laughs> I I think Jason Thomas said it best. Like, man, you do know you don't have to crash in order to make these races exciting. Yeah. Like, and and I, I just man, the racing is the two fifty class. There's a lot to bring to the table right now. That's fun. I love watching the two fifties. Like the <clears throat> the four fifties aren't as exciting right now, but. This race kind of was. Yeah. It was it was a little more exciting than it has been, but yeah, the two fifties are where the racing is at. Yeah. It's it's enjoyable. Hampshire needs to keep it up. He's starting to look like Sexton out there on the Supercross, and it. I don't, I don't know if he's just getting in his own head or what, but, I mean, he comes back and he he may, he gets it yeah. done. So I guess we can't really complain. No, and I mean, I, and and can't fault Deegan. Whatever you feel for the kid, the kid's a good rider, and the fact that. Hampshire came in and it was funny because like it looked like Deegan there in the last corner or in that in that is that an off camber I can't figure out that corner that corner that Deegan that Hampshire passed Deegan that corner over the years I feel like riders struggle going through that corner I know the ruts are deep but is it they're coming down the hill but then they're going back and I can't quite figure out it doesn't look that off camber but it's been years since I've been there and I know they've changed it around some yeah. they've took some stuff out and um, so I, I truthfully don't know look I, I try to picture it from being there and but I can't I can't visualize it anymore a, a lot the, of it looks different over the years that corner just seems to cause riders so many yeah. problems and it's funny because it looked like Deegan in a rut got high centered yeah. Like he spun the wheels and all of a sudden Hampshire was gone and, and that was it. But the racing all throughout top 10 in the 250 class uh, Moto 1 was just good. Like there's just a lot of good racing going on. There's guys making names. And I'm not talking like because the 250 class is not decimated like the 450 class. Yeah. But, man, the but it was sloppy. Oh, my goodness, it was sloppy. And yep. then we get, 
And then we get the 450 Moto 2, unless you got anything else for Moto 1 on 250s. No, not really. And we have Carnage. We got Carnage. Luckily, someone, I saw a tweet because that was the talk, the first two, is they were grooming in front of the start gate. Now they're using the metal grates now, and they've had these massive crashes. But they did not groom in front of the gates, so the ruts out of the grates were still there. Yeah. And we kind of noticed everybody kind of made it through. Pretty much. There were there was a little <clears throat> bit of. Well, you're gonna have when you got forty riders coming off yeah. the gate. There's gonna be something but, that but happens. It but. was a much smoother start. Yeah. Um. And then, welcome, Ken Roxon. It was he put on a good ride. I expected him to. Yeah. And I I feel bad about the kick start, uh, not oh. getting it running when he went down. Oh but man. I. I expected him to come out and do what he does. He's he's good in the mud regardless. He's good in those conditions. I mean, he's good at riding, period. So, But in those conditions, he always excels. Yeah. And for my fantasy, I almost picked him to win because I'm like, I, I think he's going to come out here and, and be a contender. But when I picked, I didn't realize we were, you know, we were racing, so I didn't realize that it was muddy there. Uh. And I didn't get to watch qualifying. We had, Like I said, we had a busy day, and we'll get into that. But... um had it been muddy, I might have picked him over Jet, but he, or had I seen that it was muddy. He looked good, and I really appreciate it. We had Ricky Carmichael this week instead of Bubba. Um, I think Ricky is – Ricky's been doing this longer than Bubba, but I think Ricky has taken some notes from Bubba and is being – or James, sorry, James, and being a little more – not critical, but really diving into the analysis. Because when, when Ken fell – we're watching my wife and I who are amateurs of this stuff we're watching and I'm like he fell because he was trying to get out to pass the guy well that and then Ricky says he leaned the bike over the bike but then he said he was trying to get out of the line to pass the the lapper and because Ricky was really talking about the G outs and and yeah most almost every motor that's like all we talked about yeah and and I will tell you I'm glad that Ricky is like, hey, this stuff happened. Instead of just kind of glossing it over, he's taking that in mm-hmm. because I'm still wondering what our 2024 Supercross announcing crew looks like yeah. um, since Daniel Blair's not going to do it. But I got a question for you. Jet, that was a big crash. Yeah. That was a big crash. By the way, I understand magnets, the helmet, the, the visor won't stay on. Motocross racers aren't meant to ride without visors. It looks goofy. It does. And I riding in that without a visor would be Ooh. terrible. Because yes. what, Moto2, he lost it first, uh, early. the first couple of laps. And he didn't fall. And it was all roost. So I have a question for you. None of these guys, knowing that the track conditions were what they were, none of the guys in the top 10 had roll-offs. They all had tear-offs. Did they just feel there was enough space that they could put enough of the laminate tear-offs on? Because I know they can pack 21, 28 of those laminates on. Did they think that was enough? Because I feel like in those conditions, as the off-road guy, 
I would have been running roll-offs. Riding from the north, I've never used roll-offs. Really? I used them one. I've used them. I used them for like two races, and that was it. I couldn't. I okay. couldn't stand it. I. I don't know if it's the northern dirt. I've never done it down here, but every time I always got something in behind the roll-off, ah. one way or another, and yeah. it would just smear it. And I swore to never use them again, just I, just for that reason. I don't know if it was just faulty or what, but yeah. I've never had luck with them. Uh, I've always been a tear-off guy. I. Maybe they have the same concept. I don't know. Yeah. But I well, they've done these tracks a gazillion yeah, times. So. I mean, they know. I mean, they know better than me. But it's it's what suits you, I guess. Yeah. Because you've seen some of the guys, like a lot of the guys that were running tear offs, we've seen them run roll offs in the straight up yeah. mud races. Uh, but I was just curious because, you know, as a as an off road guy, I'm like, dude, with all with as close as they were and and they're catch. I mean, they were catching lappers early in that yeah. race, so. Um, and as bad as the roost hurt, apparently the roost is so big that it, A, it knocked off Jet's visor, and B, the drone was 40 feet in the air, and it hit the drone. Yeah. So the roost is is prevalent. I've broke fingers, broke hands. I broke my left hand with a roost. Really? And on northern tracks, yeah. I've I've had I had a rock split split through my goggles one year, split me right, right through the center of the eyes. But um, great run by Roxon. It was sad that his bike wouldn't start. Jet, I feel like Jet just kind of methodically. I'm still not sure that he's not riding 65%. I think he rode more than we've seen him ride yet. Uh, you could tell he was. There was a couple of times that he was he was on it. Yeah. It didn't matter what those ruts were. He was pinning it, and we haven't seen that yet. But I think. With the going down and having rocks in there, I think it did push him a little bit, but he's still not, not even at ninety. Yeah. You know? And then, and then today or yesterday, excuse me, no, two days ago. That was the first day. We're four rounds in. That was the first day we saw some separation from the factory riders to the privateer guys chasing. Yeah. That was the first first three rounds, which is weird because Colorado was not that different from high point in track scope yeah but to that saturday i felt like oh we got a lot of we got we we actually got some separation there yeah um and we're going to touch on those privateers because man they're having a year but uh anything else on moto one for 450s i don't think i i don't remember this week i don't remember it by the motos as much as i do just the the whole highlight because um, I didn't dig real, real deep into it. But. I'm not gonna lie. We watched we watched uh, Moto One and Moto One Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really enjoy Peacock's thing that they kind of have it like once it plays live, you got to wait a few hours. Uh, yeah. I wanted to watch all of it Saturday night, but nonetheless, I'm so excited that I can watch it all on one channel. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna complain, but. Um, so we watched Moto One of 250, Moto One of 450, and excuse me if I'm rubbing my eyes. I've been mowing grass at our barn all day, <laughs> and I literally have like black gunk coming out. But uh, and then Sunday we watched Moto Two of each one. So as we jump to Moto Two, track is obviously better. Yeah. And by God, Hunter Lawrence shows up again. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with his his starts. The, the kid is so fast, and he he so showed so much improvement yeah. over these last few years. He just cannot figure out the beginning of the race. 
Before we go any further, I would like to thank Brianna Schaefer at this time for drying clothes. You smell that again? Oh, man, it smells so good. <laughs> we are sitting at the dryer exit of the, uh, what do they call it, the exhaust, uh, dryer mm-hmm. exhaust. And I don't know what they use for their wash and dry scenario, but the Schaefer household has the most wonderful fragrances that they use. So if you're ever over here, instead of those incense things that they have in the house, just have Brianna turn on the dryer, dry some clothes. It's wonderful. But uh, yeah, I I don't understand Hunter. Like it's, he has literally the same game plan so far, four rounds in and okay, I'm going to, make third or second in the first moto and then for second moto i'm just going to come out and i'm i'm going to control things yeah i know he did get dock points i didn't see where he jumped on a flag i don't know but, th- I but guess, it happened i guess he retained the win he's just going to lose the points yeah but he's still he's still ahead so far ahead but um yeah but his it, he has done this every every single race so yeah. far but it's always I don't know if he if he's riding better under pressure because he's he's coming through the pack every time with no problem. Like he's yeah, just it, methodical. Yeah, I just I don't know. His five starts, minutes left. His he's starts in aren't place. looking good, no. and he just blazes right through the pack every yeah. every single time. And and I and I think he's good, but like Joe Shimoda, Deegan, uh, Kitchen. Uh, by the way, Kitchen is he just waiting to go to PC? Because like he's. He's just kind of like at one point I look at in the moto he's twentieth like yeah. he ended up finishing higher, but he's twentieth. Deegan Deegan had another great day, um, you know. Shimoda, people say he can't ride in the mud. He did okay yesterday. He did all right. He was on the box. He looked, he looked like he was riding yeah. pretty well. And by the way, just as a side note for those of you that are a uh, Japanese motocross fan, Shimoda has been growing out a mullet to have it prepared for Red Bud two weeks from now i did not even know that his hair if you notice the back of his hair is a little longer oh yeah because he wants because you know last year he had usa on his belly yeah so he wants to have a mullet for for red bud and on his podium interview he even said red bud and <laughs> like preparing for yeah. so good lord i hope that he has a good week in red bud because he is he's well, excited that's gonna gain 100 horsepower right there yeah so. oh yeah he'll but, be good uh, but the two fifties, they're really having some good, some good racing. There, there, there is some great racing going on in the two fifties. I don't have the results in front of me, but I think with Hunter, Deegan, Shimoda, um, there is some good racing going on. Yeah, I got a ball right here. I, with Tom Vial, oh, pulls a second in the yeah. the second moto. Does he look like he's twelve on the podium? Yeah, at least he's not the normal French guy that drags out his interviews forever. And he talks was pretty, and talks and he talks. He was pretty yeah. efficient with his interview time. So Dylan Ferrandis just likes to. I think he learned that from Marv, though. Yeah, probably because they just hammer. It's I, we don't need to hear about the birth of your child and <laughs> and your great grandmother's past medical history yeah. and they do they go on forever. I don't know if it's just a thing or what, but um yeah it, it the two fifties are probably I would say is my favorite racing right yeah. now. Um, and they just don't care. They're just hammer yeah. on. It is that send it attitude. Yeah, 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 full send. But let's jump to the 450 second moto. And before we get started, we're gonna touch on Aiden Shive. Yeah, it makes wins the. I think he won the LCQ. He didn't get points, 
But, dude, he was running good. Yeah. I don't know if the kid needs to be on a 450 because he looks like he's the size of a toothpick. He finished uh, a 33 and a 23. Yeah. And that's pretty good. And I know um, Scott Meshi, shout out to HBI, he was a, I think I have it over here, a 31 and a 25. So they they were both riding really, really well. Yeah. well. Um, and I hate to say this. I, I hate to say this. I followed Meshi for many years. And I've I've listened to him when he was in a van with his mom going to races. I kind of expect more. Like at this point, with the field the way it is, I just expect more yeah. from him. I, I don't know if it maybe nerves for him. I I know he's recovering from the injury. Yeah, we'll and, see what happens. And but what, we lost Munoz this this week. He'll be back for Red Bull. Yeah, he's coming. Um, I'm anxious to see what happens. Um, as we always say, the HBI team's got a good thing going. Yeah. And I hope to see the best for them. And, and by the way, they got a camp starting tomorrow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Where's that? Where's that located? Uh, Moto Bros. Moto Bros. So. Okeechobee. So they they've got a their uh, it's a the HBI camp. Yeah. As of last week, I talked to Matt, and they had like eighty five riders that's signed awesome. up. That's cool. That's I so, was extremely happy to hear it. And this is this is a group that's a private team. They're helping guys out they're feeding the paddock by the way i told michelle i said we should just go to a race get there early on friday and go have dinner like <laughs> we get olive garden get olive garden yeah like and they're doing that every week at the races and and yes we don't know why people do what they do but that it, man that's good that's good and then they're running this camp this week on the week off and munoz will be back and They've, they're supporting four riders in the outdoors, which if you are a outdoor off-road guy, man, you know the outdoors just beat your equipment up to no end. Yeah. I mean, look at this weekend. Look at this weekend. That and the traveling back and forth to yeah. the coasts, and yeah. it's a it's a long, tiring season. And so, congratulations. Thank you, Matt Bell. Thank you, HBI. Thank you to everybody, One Hundred Nine Moto, for for doing what they're doing for these guys and letting them chase the dream like i told Mich- my told michelle multiple times if someone had ever told me hey man you may not su- may not succeed but i'm gonna let you chase your dream tpj does the same thing yep. we're gonna let you chase your dream for a nominal cost and we're gonna get you there we're gonna help you out we're gonna support you go for it and, and why not if you're if you're these kids why not like go for it yeah but uh moto 2 track look Honestly, the track look for – I felt like there was a long break between uh, Moto 2 for 250s and Moto 2 for 450s, and the track looked a lot different. But how about the star- – they're all looking at the guys in the middle, and all of a sudden Ken Roxon just turns left yep. and gets a hole shot by 20 feet. And I was like, holy moly. That was that's, – that's, that's just racecraft. He was riding. I oh. mean, had he not went down to Moto One, yeah, I don't know that he'd have won because Jet was on it. Yeah. But I think the outcome and Jet's just that good. I think Jet yeah. appreciates. They they mentioned that's the first time Jet's ever raced, uh, Roxon. Yeah, and there were high fives and everything. I think that Jet that gave Jet the chance to see like, ooh. 
this is what a top level yeah, guy what it's gonna be like, like. yeah <clears throat> but and, i i still don't i mean he's gonna have competition yeah. come supercross things are gonna be a lot different yeah. but he's still gonna be yeah he's gonna be there so the second moto was good ken ken's leading again we have knobhead i mean cue ball loses his visor I, I i feel like as an alpine stars guy i feel like they're gonna be like hey uh can we fix this I don't. Are they Alpine or Bell? Or, or I think they're all. He's all Alpine, isn't he? I believe so. Yeah. Don't you think they're going to be like? Then they're all custom painted Red Bull. Hey, hey guys. Um, I under, I understand you want me to be safe. I can't lose my visor. Yeah, in the you roost. need the visor. If you, when it, in Moto One when he took that hit, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. You know. I I run Fox helmets and or magnetic visors as well, and it takes a digger for mine to come off. I just switched to Liat. I don't have magnets, but instead of screw-ons, I have clips. Yeah. So Michelle's already said, she's like, oh, we just switched to Liat. I guess I'll go ahead and order new visors because you're going to get hung on a tree, and, and there it goes. Yeah. It's gone. So we've already decided it's fine, but we're not meant to run, especially with me. I need the visor. We run off-road, so... And, and like they like he ran that whole race literally the whole race with no visor the yeah. second moto and then once he got out the lead yes Roxon kept him honest but he didn't need the visor at that point no but these other guys you're ducking roost all the time yeah it's that visor is the only thing that stops it so i i there maybe there was a design flaw in his helmet specifically yeah it, you know so no you didn't see anybody else that were blowing visors off how about how about uh ferrandis had a good weekend finally yeah kind of a solid i mean he's had good weekends but the bike watching i don't know much about bikes but he looked like he was fighting a lot and even ricky said it looks like his front that end bike is sagging like a lot and they is it the first race they were talking about that and I noticed it before they were talking about it, and I'm like, did they even set that rear shock up? Because yeah. it it looks like a chopper. Yeah, he looks it, like he's yeah, riding like I don't, this. He's got I don't the, know how you ride like he's that. He's got the, what what we have these yahoos that ride around Polk County with their Carolina Creepers and their yeah. pickup trucks. That's what yeah. he looks like. Southern swag. Yeah. Or southern squat, whatever yeah. I call it. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. But Illegal and dangerous. It's, <laughs> and it, yeah, it just looks ridiculous. But that bike, I, I don't know how that can be comfortable. Like... I don't know how you can even mesh with your bike when no. when you're. I don't know. It's and AP I'm not pro, but AP likes a little sag in his, but I don't even think he wanted what Ferrandis looked like he had. Ferrandis, like when he would accelerate, the bike wouldn't even drop because it was already there. Yeah, and, and there was no, the bike was already. There's no give. I yeah. don't know. That's a it's a crazy setup to me, but but congratulations barking. to C and Cirillo. A four four for third. Have he had he been Nicoletti with a four four, he would have finished sixth. Yeah. But uh <laughs> Nicoletti got points. <coughs> Excuse me. Welcome back to Nicoletti. That's that's great. Um I'm glad he's back. You know, appear, apparently he's really been helping the muck off Yamaha team. How about Marchbanks? Marchbanks stop us in the pits and finishes eighth. Yeah, he was on it. Uh, I was impressed. We're seeing a lot of these guys come up through that are I don't want to say they're coming out of nowhere, but they are in a way, in their own way, I want to say. I mean, even Ty Mastipol, he's got his 
I think he got that confidence boost. Now he's yeah. he's ready to rip. He's the next guy. Like yeah. I know he's not factory, but he is the next guy. Grant Harlan. I'm going to say this. March Banks. I'm going to look at you. You're March Banks. What do you say to FXR club at the end of the season? My thought is, don't ever put me on a 250 ever again. What do you <laughs> What do you say to them? To me, I'm just going to be thanking them as much as I can because any any opportunity for these guys, I mean, they're almost helping excel his yeah his riding. It's it's an opportunity that had he been a privateer out of a van, things might not look as good as they are right now. Yeah. So you know, just appreciating every single opportunity that they're they're giving him. And oh, for sure. I mean, I know he appreciates it, but like, please, please. I know that we're like a ba- we're, yeah, we're like a satellite team. Please don't ever put me on the 250 ever again. I agree. I I actually can ride this 450, and I I I don't know what's going to happen because I feel like they're going to lose Enzo Lopes this year um, to a different team. But I know they need those riders in the 250. But that gum man, he's proving he can ride so this that, 450. That could be what you know part of this riding is. I mean, obviously it's a big power difference yeah. and. But he might just want to finally show himself and yeah. stick to that 450. I mean, they're going to need Supercross riders. Yeah. So um, if he can prove his worth, then. But it's 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 good. It was a great, honestly, for a race that there's not there wasn't that much excitement, but the track gave us something, and I was so excited to see a good crowd. The weather was nice, and it was good racing. So. I'm excited. We got a week off, so we're four deep. And then, of course, where do you go? We're going to Redbud. <laughs> I I told Michelle, I said, there's a race that I will never go to. I will never go to Redbud. As much as I want to go to that track, because I could not walk around all weekend and listen. It's like going to a Rays game and hearing the cowbells all the time. I would yeah. freaking lose my mind. I personally have never been to Redbud, surprisingly. Um we were going to go to MX Nations last year. I don't. That's right around the time we got married, so yeah, it didn't happen. I mean, but that, um, that was that was probably good on your part. I well, you know, sometimes there's <laughs> <laughs> something's got to give. But no, I, we decided not to go. Actually, no, it was it was on Lake's birthday. Okay, that's why I didn't go because I knew it was after the wedding, and I, I we were planning. I was planning with a buddy up north, and I'm just like I. I'm not going to miss his birthday. That's, that's not right. Yeah. And I can't. we can't take them all. I mean, you do run somewhat of a nudist colony yeah. around here. So oh, I know it. I don't but know I'm, what we're going to do for his birthday this year. We'll figure it out. But I'm glad we didn't go last year because I'm not a fan of the rain by any means. No, no. But, but I mean, at track, they've actually made some changes, which is one of those things that High Point. I've seen High Point now four years in a row, and High Point looks the same. And I'm yeah. like, I understand there's some historic stuff. You come out of the rollers, and why can't we change something? Like, I understand that it's a historic track, but change something. I never understood that about motocross. There's a lot of stuff. Like, things hardly ever get changed. Yeah. I, somebody might know the answer, but I don't. I, but, but Red Bud has this year. Yeah, they they move some stuff around. But yeah. still, a lot of it's just ever so slightly, you know. Yeah. it's. It's nothing crazy, like big changes. I don't. I think they should be changed. You know, keep the big stuff that is the historic stuff. Yes. The rollers over the tunnel. Justin. Change everything else. Yeah, and change know? everything else because 
guess what? It's okay. Like, it's okay. We're still going to love the track because you still have the hills. Yeah. And you can re... All they did and you got Red- more than enough room to do whatever you want. All they did at Red Bull was reroute things. Yeah. Instead of hitting the big triple and going to the finish line, now you hit the big triple and you turn around and go through the rollers that you used to hit before going to the big... Well, that's going to change a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a whole different complexion. And all they did was... Instead of making a soft left, they made a hard left, and it's okay. It's it's okay. Like, and if it doesn't work, the coolest thing is, next year you get a bulldozer and you change it. Yeah. And they have all of them host races. You can try all this stuff before you put the pros on it. Yeah, there's there's races. <laughs> it, you yeah. Know, except for a few of the tracks. Unadilla is the only one they don't yeah. race. The Unadilla is the only pro track they don't really race on. So I don't know. It's it's always been a question of mine. Yeah. I don't. Besides, like, the, I don't want to say the marketing, but, like, the advertising, all the the banners and all that yeah. stuff there, it's already pre-measured, so, you know, they know what they need every year. But I guess if you change it up, they'd have to change all that around. Maybe they're getting paid to not change them. I don't, I don't know. know. I, just, I just wish, like, this is the chance because there is Supercross, and there is a big talk, Supercross versus Motocross. Well, Motocross has the better chance of changing each track than Supercross does because the stadium you're in a stadium you're you bound you can only do so you much you can only do so much the tracks yeah. I mean I think they were talking about I was listening to a the Denver podcast and Denver was like 2013 Houston or something like that and yeah. it was like oh I didn't realize it, it, that that's what the track layout and it's not that they mean to it's that these guys are creating the tracks and they're like oh this would be cool let's try this and so but nope fabulous racing i'm i'm excited we're four rounds in we got a weekend off and then it's america's birthday and we're going to red bud um this weekend i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna say this this weekend was a monumental weekend for the schaefer family because we had a moto victory and a top three finish Derek, take us to it we everything we've been working so hard for finally showed up this weekend um we hit the rain again um but the track didn't look bad though it wasn't bad it was tacky but it's definitely better than it's been we got there friday night and literally had to hold our rv door shut because when every time we get there we have to level our steps out um otherwise the the front door won't shut so i always dig down a little bit to get the steps down in the ground then we can clear the steps I put them down and the garage was still down I just unloaded everything and here blew in a storm like right now so we're sitting there she's she's yanking the door shut while our garage is flooded in the toy hauler so you know I'm out there in the lightning everything else trying to get the garage put up and she's holding the door shut because the wind was so strong I'm like you know here we go again it's another weekend of nothing but rain um, like I said, they only water this track every couple uh, couple times a year. At this point, they don't even have to water it. <laughs> so we got that out of the way, and everything was great. Um, we rode MX School. Uh, Bowen decided to ride MX School Saturday morning. So we started on a good note. I put them on the KTM Mini since we've been having a rough time on that. Um, well, that's a good time to do it is during the school when yeah, there's no, and we, no consequence. We focused on this week. We really focused on sleeping and eating for him because we've been struggling with that so bad. Um, he's just excited to be there and he just playing with friends you know how it goes 
So I don't have any very many friends, so I don't play me with them. Me either. They're all sitting here. So <laughs> we um we we focused on that and kept them in the AC and stuff just to try a few things. We actually did not ride at all the last two weeks. So there was no practice besides, you know, a couple laps here on the, the home track and um just trying something different just to see see if we could get the struggles out. So we rode MX school, he was looking great. Um, the the track was tacky. We actually they had to pull MX school for just a little bit because the lightning started coming in close, and we got some rain again. And then, um, like I said, he, he looked great in that. And we focused on the eating, and we took a break, got in the AC, and he went out for practice on the PW, and we ended up getting water in the car probably from all this rain. So he didn't get a good ride on the PW, and I, yeah, it's first thing I thought was here we go again. And he rode the KTM. He was doing pretty well. Um, I, I wasn't sure how the night was going to go at this point because it, it was problem after problem again like it's been the last few weeks. And I've been pretty stressed out about how our weeks have been going anyway because, you know, we put so much into it and we haven't – I don't want to say we're not getting anything out of it, but there's always something that keeps coming up or breaking bikes and, you know, the typical moto stuff. But um, moto one on the PW – he, that kid just went out and I've never seen him ride like this it was absolutely awesome um, the, he was in third for a lot of the race uh, the first place guy went down and he just Bowen went out and just started smoking him and you know <clears throat> the the guy who was in first place came back or the, I want to say the kid um, caught back up to him at one point and I think he went back down but when it came to the, I think once Bowen seen that that front tire again, that was it. Uh, something something switched in him because he his whole night changed from there. He went out and just rode his living heart out, and so we came out with a Moto One victory. I was absolutely ecstatic. Um, Did he know he had won? No, and that was even better because we come off the track, and I'm yelling down on the track because I'm down on the track, and um, I run over and I meet him, and he always sits there and waits for me to take him off the bike. Well pick the bike up and put it on the stand so he won't get off of it till i get over there and i'm like buddy you won what I'm like buddy you just you just freaking won and he and then at that smile he just you know he went off and then he got off jumping and he went over yelled at his friends before he even took his helmet off and um everybody was excited for him and um I tried to get him to do his, his podium interview, but he wanted nothing to do with that <laughs> i'm like let's go do your interview i'll do it with you no i'm not doing it I just I don't want to do it. Okay, you win the next one. No, you're doing it. So it was really really exciting that part of it. Um, the KTM he had quite a few falls in Moto One. He was riding it pretty well though for how he's looked recently. Um, the, I think the in between in between the motos, I guess I'll just finish off our night and we get the Moto Two and they were trying to rush everything along because there was lightning all over the place i can't believe they were actually running it because we could just see streaks of lightning everywhere um but he got up to the gate we dropped the gate i think he was second out of the hole um he was faster than everybody on that track and he was battling the first place guy the entire time and we come around right before the finish line there was a turn there was a left-hander and then a right-hander on the left-hander I, I seen him making that pass. Like, he, you could tell, I don't know if it was in his mind, 
he's finally got that race mind in him. But the kid ducked in about the middle of the track, and he just was full sand on the outside. And the kid came out, and they, they collided. They both went down, but when Bowen went down, um, he got up. He was crying pretty hard, but his bike was stuck wide open because the throttle cable had pulled onto the other bike. So I had to sit there and wiggle it for a little bit to get it to free up. And by that time, the kid was already over the finish line, and he still had a, a right-hander to pull and then over the finish line. So that held him up a little bit, but had it not, I I think we would have come out with a, a full victory. Um, but he, he finished second. Um, he almost caught back up to that kid, though, which was astonishing to me. Like the, like I said, the kids never rode like this. So hopefully we got the PAX camp coming up. So hopefully that that excels all everything that he's learned. But um, extremely happy about the weekend. It was it was an awesome weekend. So how did how did Bowen react to finishing second? Because he's had some success. He's had trophies because. You know, they give the little kids the idea of, hey, you're succeeding because you're here. Yeah, the, how, how did he feel about finishing second? That's all we talk about. The kid, all night long, after he got that victory, there wasn't a... The, the only issue that we had, he got something in his eye when we were lining up the 50 mini, and he didn't want to race because his eye was beat red. We couldn't find anything. We had to take his helmet off. I had to pull, I had to pull the, two, the two minutes on the gate. So we had to hold the gate for him. And all of a sudden, he just snapped out of it. I don't because Brianna kept rubbing his eye with a, a hot washcloth, and finally he just snapped out of it. But other than that, like he was, he's never been. He's always got. He's like always whiny at the track. It just you know it's exhausting. But after that, smiles all night long. That's all he talked about. That's all he talked about on the way home. So I think that confidence, even at five years old, I think the the confidence is real so we'll see if it carries on to the next week how does that affect him for points because i know they were you guys are talking about the split that they're doing at some point how yeah that... i don't know so they split the points in half i don't i don't remember if it was this race or the next race um right now he is i think he's still 10th but it's going to give him a massive points boost i i don't know if he's going to catch the other kids because what they do is they run all the peewee four to six they have a peewee four to six and a peewee four to six beginner but they're all in the same points bracket right now i don't know if they split them up because we've never been in this points hunt so i don't know if they i know they split but i don't know if they split those riders up and then peewee four to six gets their own points bracket and then the beginners get their own points bracket so once the points come out i'm going to try to figure this all out and talk with a few guys and see how it works if they split it off um, he's right up in there. So it's looking good. Um, if we can keep that momentum up, then um, the championship's actually looking really well. So do we have a race before camp, or do we go to camp? No, we go to camp. So is, so is Dade City taking off, or are you just missing a race? Dade City's off this weekend. Okay. Um, oh, is camp this week? No, next we leave next Monday. Ah. So we'll, we will leave Monday night or Monday afternoon, so we'll we'll figure this out after after we get done here tonight but we'll we'll leave monday afternoon and we're done thursday night so we either stay or drive home and then go right up to dade city friday night so it's going to be a long tiring week so i'm anxious to see how it goes with him because there's there's six hours of riding a day there but you are going to the chocolate cake factory we are so i think it's 
I think he's going to do really well. The plan is to ride the mini the whole time. Are you taking a bike or just your pit bike? My bike is going. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to ride because I'm not. I I'm not riding all three days. That's too much. So it's going. We're going to see what happens. But um, yeah, I th- I think it's going to do him really really well uh, to work on some technic technical stuff, some technique, and just to get that seat time with somebody besides me, somebody that can actually teach him. I guess. Somebody that he will listen to that yeah. that will teach him. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm going to focus on the the eating and sleeping there as well, and I think that's that's really helping him a lot. Um, and I think being away from the brothers will help a lot too. Oh, so just you two going? Just up? us two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So just me and him are going to go up and spend the three days, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, we also had the Father's Day race this weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? That was a blast. Um, now you 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 don't have a kid that fits the norm that fits the rules for that, so you had to steal a kid. How I fostered you, a kid. Yeah, you fostered a kid. How do you foster a kid for this? So Kevin Mead, our, our buddy that was on here, um, I was in I was in the toy hauler, and he come he come in. And I found a sixty five. You better go find one. So he fostered a kid as well. We we've been battling the whole week prior to this. Who was going to win this race? And Kevin, I know you're going to listen to this, and you're going to give me crap about it. And we'll we'll keep this battle going on as long as it needs to. But um, we got the pumpkin race coming up, and yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. figure the pumpkin race out yeah. later. So we um, I fostered a kid. Actually, his dad, his eye was uh, pretty banged up, and he couldn't he couldn't ride with him. And the kid, Kevin's the one that went up and found him. Um, you know, I know a few people there, but I don't know a lot of the the younger riders that aren't in our class. So Kevin found him after he found a kid on a 65, and um, the dad's like, "Do you want to ride?" He's like, "Yeah, I really, really want to ride this." And his name is Bentley, and we, um, I'm like, "I'll ride it with him." And he's like, I'd, "I'd love to ride it, but I can't." You know, he's like with my eye. I'm like, "Don't worry about it. I'll ride with him. Come down. You know, come down and hang out with us the whole time." And you know, the lightning was all through the sky, and Kevin and I are battling back and forth, and who's going to win? So we all, they gave us, a, so we're on a 65, a grown man on a 65, which I'm going to tell you right now, they don't have any power whatsoever. <laughs> I figured that out. I remember riding 65s when I was younger, and these things are, they're animals. I get on it now, and I'm like, dude, you got to lose some weight or something, because this ain't how they used to ride. Yeah. So we got a sight lap, and Kevin and I went out first, and Kevin was jumping stuff in front of me, and I, I, I jumped this kid's bike, and it bottomed out the first thing. I'm like, God, don't break his bike. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of calmed down a little bit. You know, I stayed on it, and um, we did a full gate drop, which was awesome. So do you? On a 65. Were you racing? Like the dads did a lap, and the kids yeah, did a so lap. Yeah. So what happened was the dads got a sight lap, so we we got to go out. Uh, we did a sight lap, and then we all lined up. Um. We let the kids pick a gate for us, and then we all lined up, and we did a lap, and then they set cones up, and we had to come in, and then the kids jumped on and hurry up and did a lap. So I got a terrible start. So did Kevin. Um, they dropped the gate, and Kevin, I think he was trying to start in third gear, even though I told him right at the beginning, I'm like, we can't start these things in third gear. They're not going to move. <laughs> well, I think he doubted me, so he is. I heard his go, wow, and <laughs> I, I couldn't get the best start. I could not get that rear wheel to do anything. And I knew, I was afraid if I slid back that I'm coming off the bike. So 
I just kind of kept myself centered. And, or you're just sitting yeah. the defender on the well, tire. I leaned back a little bit, and that thing was just not moving. And I'm, I'm chugging it along, you know. And I dropped, I picked up a gear because I started in first. I, I knew that this thing just did not have the power. So I started in first, and I took off, and it just was not going anywhere because I shifted to second right away because I just wanted that initial burst of power. And that didn't work either. So I, I'm just sitting there. I think I came out. I, we got videos too. We'll see if Michelle can link them in. So we got videos of the whole shot and then of uh, the dads coming around the finish line. Um, I got a terrible start, but I, I come around. Kevin got around me. He got his issue figured out. I got into a mess of a mess of guys. Um, on the last turn, you know, it, it was everything was going great. We were having a blast. Uh, had to pull a few tear offs, which I never thought I'd do in a, in a dad race, but it was messy. Um, Kevin thought he'd be a, a smart ass. I'm gonna say it on here. I don't care. Kevin thought he'd be a smart ass. We come around the same turn that Bowen collided with the, the kid on. We come around there, and I, I eyed him up on this this whole time. I'm like, Kevin, I'm getting you on this next turn, and I eyed him up. And Kevin went kind of dropped to the inside, and I went around the outside of this turn, and he decided he's gonna wave at me. Because he thought he had me beat. And I'm like, you idiot. You know, that's right where I had you planned. And I went, snuck up the inside of him and took him out. Took him. And I, I, I beat him on the finish line. Yes, Kevin, I beat you. I took a third in the dad part. Kevin took a fourth. So we hurry up. We switch our kid. Um, I almost fell getting off the bike. And then. Wait, you can just stand up. I know, but I kept the clutch in for him. Because <laughs> the, goal, the goal was. Hold the clutch, let him jump on, ah. and let him dump it and go. Was he in third gear? No. I, you can see in the video, I shift down oh, the okay. whole time I'm coming in, so okay. I kind of coasted in. And um, I get off. I, for some reason, my moron self got off on the clutch side, and I had to put him on around me. So he got off, and he took off, and Kevin's kid took off a little bit quicker. And so he finished – they finished third and then we finished fourth so we, you know we switched switched spots but it was it was so fun um i'm hoping for the pumpkin race we can do it again because it was those little races are just a blast oh they are and i think it's cool that they do those they do the mother's day they do the father's day they do the pumpkin race i yeah. think it's cool that they do that because like you say you've said it multiple times that season you're just learning this but even at the local level it's a grind yeah i mean Think about the I-4, the Florida MX Series, the Pro Nationals, the Regionals, all these. But even the local series, it's nice to have that kind of mix-up. Like this weekend at High Point, 4th National. You know what we're going to do? We're going to do a closest to the pin because they keep calling it the High Point Country Club. Yeah. And this weekend, they couldn't ride on Friday. So there were mechanics and fans and people trying to go closest to the pin. It was like a 100-yard shot. That 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 kind of s breaks the monotony. Yeah, and and like you you got a big old smile on your face. You're oh, it was just, you're hanging out with it friends. Was so fun. You don't have your own kid that's that fits that realm. Yeah, but they point. were they were so excited that I was doing that, even though it wasn't with them. Yeah, in, in the videos you can hear them yelling, and when I come off, they're high fiving and they're smiling and laughing, and and those are those moments that you can share. Like if there's a pit bike race, go do it. If there's do this stuff with your kids, even if you suck. I mean, there are times in these races, moms moms or dads don't ride. You know, Adam C. and Sorello's parents never rode a motorcycle. Yeah. Go do this stuff with your kids. Big James, can you imagine Big James trying to do a father's day? That, that's a big man. Yeah. 
But yeah, and it even the the dads that were coming off like last, the kids are still you know yeah. I, it's so memorable to them. Yeah. But we and all of us at the end of it, you know, it's just you're high fiving. Oh, it was so exciting! I will tell you, two laps on a sixty-five, and we were all sweating, <laughs> wanted to die. It was ridiculous. So, did you? How, what was the total? Did you two laps? So we did our sight lap. Okay. And then and then, then one, we did one then full one lap, race. and okay. you know, Kevin and I took both laps to, the, to the nuts. Yeah. So, it's just how you had to do it. Yeah. I I was so worried about blowing that bike up because, I could smell the clutch. I'm like, oh, please don't ruin this kid's bike. He's got another moto to go. And when I come off, that thing was rolling. Smoke. Well, if you go to the Randy Yoho School of Motocross, you will learn how to not use the clutch and we, use the momentum on of a the six, bike. On a 65, it's hard to use I any under, of it. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I know. I know. And you're, you're, you're in management now. You have to maintain equipment, <laughs> not destroy equipment. So I, I, told, I told that dad, I'm like, listen, I'm going to try not to wreck this bike. He's like, don't worry about it. Go out there and tear it up. I'm like, I'm not tearing this bike up, but <laughs> I come off and that thing was overheating and everything else, so I tore that bike up. But now that kid was, he was so, Bentley was so excited. Uh, he had such a good time. We had all had a good time. Awesome. Um, it was a blast. Like I said, we wanted to die at the end of it. Us old guys just yeah, but that's took it great, to the extreme, though. but it was fun. That's awesome. It's, it's, it's cool that, you know, you're in the middle of this your kids are in the middle of this point battle parents are also in the middle of this points battle although it's not for the parents it's still for the parents and the fact that they have this fun it was definitely for the dads on that one but for sure randy gave us all a pep talk randy yoho come up to the gate and he's like you guys realize that this is foolish right like you guys are all foolish we know yeah don't go out there and kill each other yeah we got it we don't need an ambulance ride for dads you know we didn't listen (laughs) <laughs> we didn't list. Well, anything else for pro or amateur at this point? I guess we'll touch on we appreciate um, Matt Bell and HBI, what they're doing. Um, you had reached out to them. We're going to try to start getting some of their reports from races. Yeah, so we're going to um, – we expect nothing from them. And I told Matt this. Uh, everybody around here follows the HBI team. Um, they are in – with everybody i mean everybody knows hpi they're just they're a local pro amateur team um i know matt bell uh we've we've sat down and talked just a couple times you know briefly and i i did reach out to him and see if we could start covering um everything that they do and just because i i'm so intrigued by what they what they do and what he's built and just giving all these guys opportunities all these kids girls all the above um the opportunity to ride and give them their shot that I feel like that's something that we should cover. Um, even like I said, not any benefit to us whatsoever. I just, I really appreciate what, what he's doing. So I'll kind of want to help them as much as we can as well. Do you think they want to have a enduro guy for next year for like the national? Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to ask them. We'll see what happens. But we'll see what happens. Nah, but yeah, we're, uh, we're going to start covering them. And I'm, I'm completely joking, but no, we do want to start covering them. So we're going to have our week off. Everybody's kind of got a week off on the pro side. I need to apologize because I obviously I'm old and I think I thought that I'm a pretty good logistics manager, but apparently I can't read a calendar. Um, I was all excited because I was going to Lazy Springs MX next week, last weekend, to cover the I-4 MX series, and I'm covering it, and 
I had talked to Derek about it and what what he wanted me to cover, what he wanted me to look at, and my I didn't wife, even look at the schedule. My wife was going down with me. We were we were going to take the top off the Jeep. We were going to cruise down early Sunday morning. We were going to watch. I had talked to uh, Lindsay C about her. You know, like she's like, ah, the racing doesn't start till ten o'clock. You're good to go. It's all you don't have to rush down. I'm like, this is outstanding. Or, as some would say, I think it was Alex Martin, outstandable. <laughs> um, so we were all excited. Well, lo and behold, I started looking at the calendar. Florida MX, Florida Series had announced that, you know, that they, they had a track since Mesa closed down. They had switched to PAX track. And then Lazy Springs was talking about how the last practice before the I4MX Series. And I'm like, well, that's weird. So I'm going... I follow all these tracks <laughs> and I, I told my wife, I'm like, we, we had, we had changed some of our business things around so that we could go do this. I'm like, um, we're not going this weekend. She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, I don't know how to read a calendar. <laughs> well, then I reached, but I'm going to say I took the blame for this. This is my fault. But then I reached out to Derek and he's like, well, you can go here. And he's like, oh wait, that's for July. So neither one of us can obviously read a calendar. So this weekend... I did say you could always come up to date. Yep, yep. But I already had stuff scheduled for... Yeah, yeah, So this weekend, I will be going to Lazy Springs to cover the I4MX series. I would love to be able to cover I4MX and Florida series, but there's only one of me. And my wife's going to go with me. And she's not going to go to two different... She's not going to go to her own series by herself. So... We're going to cover the I4MX series this weekend at Lazy Springs. I've never been there. I would say I'm really sad, but you're going to be at Pax Track soon. Yeah, Monday. So you're going, to, you're going to get to see, and I expect a full report on what that track is like because everything we see, that is the chocolate cake of Florida. I'm hoping to put a few laps in on it so I yeah. can actually tell you what's going to happen. So, but yeah, well, I'd love to go too. We'll be packing, yeah. no, no, getting no. everything ready and – um, yeah, we got the the Pax Tracks camp. If if you're not signed up, sign up because it's going to be an awesome camp. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week. What, 27, 28, 29th? I'm not even giving dates because obviously our calendar skills yeah. are terrible. <laughs> we suck at that. Uh, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I'll definitely give a full report on what happens because we'll, we're going to have a lot to cover on not the next episode, yeah. but the, the following well, you'll one. Have, you'll have camp and Dade City. Yeah, it's um, going to be a busy, busy week. I don't know, just personally, I'm going to go cover this race. I don't know when I'm going to be back on a bike. Um, after some analysis on my bike, it appears that I really just need to lube a lot of things up. There's not a lot of – I'm very easy on a bike. I'm a slow B rider, C, motocross-wise. But for the off-road world, I'm a B rider. And I'm on the same clutch, and I have 100 hours on my bike. So – that gives you an idea of what I do to a bike. So we're going to do, we're going to do all of the joints that connect that move. So we're looking at front wheel hubs, back wheel hubs, yep. pivot points. We're going to lube all that up and be ready for September with maybe some adjustments to December. But I still can't ride. I am exercising now, which is cool. But my wife has decided that since I race off-road, and I need to be in good shape in the middle of the day. We both have real jobs, but we've been doing all of our training in the middle of the day. The other day, we went for a run. It was 107 degrees. Yeah, it was hot. Yeah, it was hot. And and But Michelle's like, hey, you need – she's getting me out of my 
uncomfort zone because as I said, someone said, why are you exercising? Well, I'm going to be uncomfortable if I'm sitting on the couch or if I'm exercising. So I might as well exercise. And the trainers and rehab people have told me, this is what you can't, you can run. I can't do any upper body exercises now, but I can still run. So I've been doing a lot of running, but 107, I don't care who you are. That's hot. So I can't wait to get back on the bike <laughs> because yeah. this running is, I ain't doing it. Oh man, it's getting kind of old, but you know, God bless her. My wife keeps me going. And, and so we've got some cool announcements where we're, we're, we'll announce what 2024 looks like. That's, I mean, we're only in June, so the new schedule won't be out until November, but we're going to cover that extensively as well. Um, once that go goes, but we have, so next week it's going to be kind of light because I'll have the i4MX. You'll have been packing to head to, to PAX track. Um, we won't have any pros, but we're still going to do something, and maybe we'll just talk about racing, just racing. Yeah. We'll the have the joy. pros. That's gonna yeah. really going to be about it. And yeah, so we won't we won't have any pros. I mean, but oh the, yeah, the pros are all yeah. So the following week we're going to have a packed because we'll yeah, have it's... camp, we'll have Dade City, we'll have Redbud. Um, but next week we will have we will be able to cover full on i4MX. So I'm hoping, Matt Bell, if you hear this, Derek, if you hear this, let's try to get a report of how the HBI riders do next weekend at the I-4 and the Florida MX Series. And yeah, we can we'll talk get, about them. We'll get something. And, and, we'll, and maybe we'll only have a 35-minute episode. But we'll, we'll do something because we've been consistent. And at some point, we may have to do a solo episode. But at this point, um, we'll see what happens. So I, I, I we'll... we'll we may have to, I don't know how we Zoom or whatever, but we'll, we'll figure out something next week. And um, I, don't, I don't know. You got anything else? No. It's, it was an exciting weekend. It was fun. Yeah. This is fun. Um, like I said, next, next week's going to be pretty quiet, but we got a lot in the works over the next few weeks, so it'll yeah. be exciting. Well, happy Father's Day to you. Happy Same Father's to you. Day to all the fathers. And happy Father's Day to all the fathers who have stepped up to be fathers. Um, for kids that they're not that that aren't theirs, yeah. and also I know it's always one of those testy things, but there's a lot of parents. I mean, I think of Trey Kennard, you know, who lost his father and his mother stepped up in that role. So thanks to those moms who also stepped up to double cover, role, double role, um, and we appreciate that. But you know, the mentors, whether you're a mentor, a dad, stepdad, or a mom. Thank you, and happy Father's Day. And uh, the next thing we're going to celebrate is July 4th. Yep. we got July 4th coming up and um, America's birthday, and we know it's going to be on that, the uh, July 4th weekend. Um, I think I think we'll probably be the third because I think Redbud is on the first, I think. It's calendar. It, it, no, second. Second? Yeah. So our, so our podcast will be on the 4th? Yeah. Yeah, we should have sparklers out here or something. Yeah, we can do that. We'll, we'll do figure something. It out. But but our next celebration will be July fourth. And uh other than that, Derek, you wanna wrap us up today? Thank everybody for listening. Um shout out to HBI again. Uh like I said, we appreciate everything you're doing. Can't wait to look forward to covering everything that uh, they're doing. Um guess we'll talk to you guys next week. Congratulations to Bowen. That's Derek with DBS. I'm Trey with Michelle and Trey Real Estate. We will catch you all somehow next week. Mm -hmm.